Hello and welcome to another episode of The Good Vanilla, a Barefoot Contessa podcast where the chicken stock is homemade, store-bought is just fine, and the vanilla is always good. I am your host, Nick Kachanov, and it's finally here, y'all. The holidays are upon us, and Ina has the perfect holiday dinner to share with us this week. But a little bit more on that in just a moment. Checking in, how is everyone doing? Are you stressed? Hopefully by the time this episode comes out, well, it's, you know, it's the eve of Christmas Eve is when I'm uh, recording slash releasing this episode, but... I feel like at this point, everything is, you know, everything's in line. All the gifts are bought. Hopefully gifts are wrapped. I still, Keanu and I went out today to run a couple of errands. And I, you know, it's always that like, I just need one more little thing for this person. And you just don't know what that is until you see it. Um, And I think I've talked about gift cards before on the podcast. I love getting a gift card, but I don't love giving a gift card because it's always nice to open something up. Um, But Keanu and I went out today and it is so cold in Pittsburgh. I, I, d- I can't remember a colder time. Like it was nuts. Like we even just like the walk to our car, um, was it was like enough. My car door was like frozen shut, and I let Lucy outside this morning and her like little, like we have like a leash that's outside, like a like a twenty foot long leash, and she it, it was like frozen shut. I had to like dump like hot water on it to like thaw it out, um. She, on the other hand, was fine. She's pretty much a pro. We're going to get her like little boots, though, not only because it's cute, but it's also practical because her poor little paws were getting so cold. Um, because, but she's also dilly-dallying out there. Like, I think she just needs to like, she needs to do her business and then get back inside. But she, it was the first snow of the year here, so she was really excited. She loves to eat the snow. Um which is annoying, especially when it's as cold as it is. And another thing about Lucy is that she has to, and I guess this is our fault too, but she can't go outside by herself yet. And it's like a, for two reasons, or maybe one reason really, is just because she will eat anything in the backyard. There's like rocks or like bushes or twigs or whatever it is she will get into it. So we've just sort of been following her and making sure she's not like, ingesting anything that would like kill her (laughs) and she loves she likes this one like specific type of black rock I don't even know what it is but but now the snow's covering it so that's fine so it kind of takes that out of the equation but I have tried we have tried to just like hook her on the chain and just be like go but then she just like looks back at us and like well aren't you coming with me so you know that's something we need to work on and has nothing to do with the holidays but this is to say I hope you have a great holiday I hope you're currently having a great holiday wherever you are. I would not be, uh, what's, what am I trying to say here? I would, I don't envy people who are having to fly this holiday season. I've seen some like horror stories on like TikTok of just like the shortage of staff and how people are freaking out. I'm like, oh my gosh. And just flights getting canceled because of the weather. Um, it's very stressful. So I'm hoping that everyone's travel goes smoothly or as smoothly as it can. And I guess, do I have anything else? No, I feel good. We're spending Christmas at my mom and dad's. It's going to be great. And uh, let's get into this episode. This is Back to Basics, Season 2, Episode 11. And as I said before, it's called Perfect Holiday Dinner. So Ina begins. When it comes to holiday gifts, nothing beats the gift of food. My friend Phoebe Lapine has a blog, Big Girls Small Kitchen, 
for twenty-somethings who cook. I'm giving Phoebe a gift. The, I'm giving Phoebe a gift of the perfect holiday menu for her blog. We're starting with one of my very favorites, tagliarelle with truffle butter. Sounds expensive, not. And it's on the table in less than fifteen minutes. The main course is a juicy boneless chicken breast stuffed with goat cheese, basil, and sun-dried tomatoes, and served with festive roasted carrots and parsnips that are as easy as they are delicious. And for that final showstopper, a red berry trifle that's made with layers of pound cake, cognac pastry cream, and piled high with lots of fresh berries. This is a back to basics, or this is back to basics on a fabulous holiday dinner that won't break the bank. But still has that wow factor. This is a great menu, honestly. Everything in this lineup is really good, and I really liked Ina's. Not in the middle of that. That's I tried to really channel her there, and I hope I did her justice. Okay, so let's get into this. We are starting out with the red berry trifle. I love when she starts with dessert. Dessert first, always. Uh, she is hulling some strawberries, and then she slices them up and puts them into a bowl. And into that same bowl, she dumps in a pint of raspberries. I don't think she put any sugar in it to like make it, you know, like what's that called? Macerate, like to sort of get the juices out. I think she just either I was taking notes or I missed it, but I don't think there's any sugar. Um, and as that's sort of just chilling there, I guess it's time to make the cognac pastry cream, which start which starts with three cups of milk into a saucepan, uh, and she heats that up on I feel like low to medium heat. You don't want to scald it. Um, and while that's heating up, she dumps 10 egg yolks and one cup of sugar into the standing mixer. And she whips that up until they're like nice and thick. It's like a pale yellow. And of course, like the ribbons are falling down. It takes about five minutes, she says. And uh, she also sifts while that's happening a quarter cup of cornstarch outside of the standing mixer and puts that in as well. And then, at long last, everyone, a Christmas slash Hanukkah miracle, she pours the hot milk into her big Pyrex so that she can pour it into the standing mixer with ease and without spilling it. I've been, I mean, cue the hallelujah chorus here. I've been saying that for how many episodes? Just pour it into that Pyrex. She's got that big Pyrex instead of trying to get that saucepan and put it into the standing mixer and then the mixer, like, bonks it. It's just a mess. So I'm, ugh. I was so happy to see that. So uh, very proud of you, Ina, for or whoever suggested that on the staff. But uh, it finally happened after all these years. Um, so, yeah, she pours the milk into the standing mixer from the Pyrex, which is fabulous. Then it's uh, she pours everything back into a pot to cook a little longer over a low heat, stirring constantly so it really you know thickens up. And then off the heat, she puts everything through a sieve, which I feel... I feel that's unnecessary because I think she even says too, like she didn't say she doesn't say like the odds of it having lumps are, you know, very small. But she just says there probably aren't any lumps, but I like to do this anyway. And I guess, um, you know, more power to you, Ina. So now it's time for the flavorings. And she adds some cognac and some good vanilla. And then she also adds two tablespoons of butter and two tablespoons of cream. So, yes, this is this is like a holiday pastry cream it sounds delish i could probably just eat that out of the bowl uh so to finish it off she places some what is finished but she puts some plastic wrap on top of the bowl but not just the bowl she kind of pats it down so it's on the it's actually touching the custard so it doesn't develop a skin which is that's the pudding skin that gives me the willies 
So next up, Ina shows us another key ingredient for the red berry trifle, which is, of course, pound cake. I thought she was going to do like a store-bought is fine moment here, but, you know, it's the holidays. Of course, Ina's going to go all out. So it's one of those, um, she like, she has the, the pound cake and she's like, I'll show you how I made it. One of those like flashbacks, if you know, you know. Um, so she starts, she shows us, shows us how to make this pound cake. It's pretty easy. I mean, we'll go through it. Why not? So she starts by um, beating some sugar and butter together in the standing mixer with the paddle attachment. And then she adds four extra large eggs, one at a time. And the dry ingredients, some flour, some baking powder, baking soda, and then a teaspoon of salt. And then the wet ingredients are buttermilk and some good vanilla. And then she alternates the dry and the wet. And, uh, you know, pretty easy stuff. This is enough for two pound cakes. I don't know if the if she doubled the recipe or if the recipe just comes doubled. So she, you know, one is for the trifle and then another one is for another time. But they both bake at 350 for 45 minutes to an hour. And now we cut back to real time and it is time to assemble the trifle. And she starts by cutting the pound cake into slices. And um, she spreads like raspberry jam on each of them as she's layering it. It's like the bottom layer of the trifle um, onto the pound cake, that is. And then uh, a big sprinkling of framboise, which is raspberry liqueur, goes on top of the pound cake just to keep it nice and nice and moist, which I love. I think there's a fine line between that. Like you don't I don't want it to be soggy, but I do like the idea of it being like moist enough, I guess. Um, and then on top of that is a big spoonful of the fresh fruit, the raspberries and strawberries, followed by a big scoop of that beautiful pastry cream. And then it's basically, you know, like rinse and repeat until she reaches the top. I think she got like three layers in there, which it's it's a big trifle. Um, and the last thing she does is she whips up a batch of whipped cream to pipe on top of the trifle which of course is just heavy cream, two tablespoons of sugar, and some good vanilla. And then she pipes, uh, she does like a little bit of a test on the board to make sure like, I don't know, the pattern that she wants to do is what, you know, what she's feeling that day. And it looks good. So um, she starts, before she pipes it, um, she starts by just putting like a, a base layer of whipped cream on top of the trifle. And then she pipes a border around the edge. I'm doing it with my hand as if you can see me, but it's just, you know, it looks like little clouds. It's very pretty. And then um, once that is done, she puts some strawberries and raspberries into the center and says, if that doesn't look like the holidays, I don't know what does. Uh, but it's true. It's very festive. It's I think at one point she does say, like, if you know, it's always better with a homemade pound cake. But if you don't have the time, store bought is fine. And who has the time to make a pound cake? I mean, if you do, you do. But uh i'm sure it's better i think she said that's what she says she's like it's always better with the homemade pound cake but if you don't have time store-bought's fine uh so now we cut to I, it feels like the next morning we got some like b-roll footage of like east hampton you know the classic like cars driving through snow and um you know the windmills of east hampton um but and then ina is uh it's she's preparing this chicken and I have no idea where she is. She's like preparing this in like her dining room. It's very strange. She's not in the kitchen. I don't know why she is, um, but we'll never know. So she has two boneless chicken breasts with the skin on. Oops, my phone just fell. Everything's fine. Um, and then she stuffs the uh, the chicken breast with the herb goat cheese. It, she kind of just like tucks it under. And then she also puts some sun-dried tomatoes 
in in oil. She says sometimes if it's not an oil, they can be a little tough, which I do agree. I like sun-dried tomatoes, or maybe it's the roasted red peppers that I'm getting it confused with. I don't know. Sometimes it's like, man, I'm, I'm really trying to think if it's the roasted red peppers or the sun-dried. None of this matters. <laughs> this is going nowhere. Anyway, um, I, I agree with her about the oil. I think those are the best kind of sun-dried tomatoes. And then um, to finish it off, in addition to the sun-dried tomatoes and the goat cheese, she tucks one basil leaf under the skin as well. And then she goes on to talk about how, like, I guess sometimes, I guess she says this because sometimes you might need more than one basil leaf or, you know, as far as like the portion sizes, she's like, you just never know how big the breasts are going to be sometimes. Sometimes they're small and sometimes they're huge, like Dolly Parton chicken breasts. Hmm. <laughs> I just found it funny. Um, but that she had to make a Dolly Parton reference. But it looks good. I mean, she brushes the top of this with uh, both of them with olive oil and puts lots of salt and pepper on top, of course. And it's into the oven 400 degrees for 25 to 35 minutes. Okay, so next up are the carrots and parsnips. Again, I feel like I've talked about parsnips before, but I just don't know if I've ever had them. I've never bought them, that's for sure, but I've probably eaten them at some point, like I, could, I couldn't tell you what they taste like. So I don't know, maybe I should stop by the store and get some parsnips before Christmas. Um, but she starts by scrubbing the carrots in the sink and she peels the parsnips because they're a little bit woody, she says. Not really the best adjective uh, to sell parsnips, you know? Um, so she chops them up, uh, both the carrots and the parsnips, and then spreads them onto a sheet pan to roast. And of course, she adds some good olive oil and salt and pepper. And then she says they go into the oven at 400 degrees until they're brown, crisp, and delicious, which I don't know how long that is. But if I had to guess, I don't know, I'd start with at least 25 to 30 minutes because sometimes carrots can be, you know, especially those uh, those root veggies. You know, you think they're done and then they're not and then you burn them and then it's all over. But um, I don't know. Just keep watching them, I guess. So while the carrots and parsnips are roasting, it is time to, uh, it's like a little, it's not decorate the table, but it's just like showing us some decorations, some suggestions. So she starts by putting like a string or strand, string, strand. She puts white lights into a big vase <laughs> and then she puts like some evergreens into it. Um, and she's like, if you live in the country, then you can get them for free. But I went to the flower shop. She probably visited Michael, maybe from last week or the week before. I didn't do an episode last week, y'all. It was a busy week. But I think we talked about um, her getting evergreens from Michael. I think my, maybe that was the Thanksgiving episode. Um, doesn't really matter. But uh, it the evergreens, like with the vo it looks crazy not lit up. But once it's lit up, it's it's really nice. Um, and then in a separate vase, I don't know why I'm saying vase all of a sudden. I feel like I vowed never to say that, but I'm going to say vase. No, I'll stick with vase. <laughs> um, in a separate vase, she pours some star anise into the bottom and there's like a candle in it as well. So it's like around the candle. So when the candle is lit, the star anise will like, you know, like permeate the whole house. I don't know how I'd feel about that. Right? Because it's like a licorice sort of flavor. I'd want like cinnamon, I feel. Um, but, you know, this is this ain't my party. It's Ina's party. Um, and then in addition to the, the evergreens and the star anise or anise, I think it's anise. I'm going to go with that. 
She also has a bowl of clementines if anyone gets hungry. So she says, so this is perfect. You have something to eat, something to smell. And then she smells the star anise and then something to look at. How easy is that? Um, Pretty easy, I'd say. Uh, So, you know, some good decorating tips there. Okay, so now Phoebe has arrived. I don't know who this woman is. This girl, I should say. I feel like she's, you know, she has a blog for 20-something, so I'm imagining she is around that age. Um, you know, uh, she shows up uh, on like the, at the front door. Ina gives her a smooch and then says, wait till you see what we have. Pasta with r- white truffle butter and you're making it. Come with me. And, she's, and then she like puts her, she puts Phoebe like in a chokehold and like drags her into the house. You know how she does that sort of, because Ina's tiny, like, and she's always like kind of reaching up. She does that, that, uh, that like side hug. Um and Phoebe gives like a, oh my God, what face as this happens. Uh, and it's, I mean, frankly, it was just funny. Because uh, Ina, it's like she's like luring her into her house. Like, um, what's that? Is it, what's that like nursery rhyme? Not nursery rhyme, but like the the story where like a witch, Hansel and Gretel. There we go. Right? I don't know how that ends. I think the witch dies. <laughs> I don't know where my mind is today, folks. But anyway, uh, not to worry because we're back in the kitchen and Phoebe and Ina are toasting with some white wine. Um, So let's get into this. uh, It's like so hard for me. I I feel like such a bougie bitch. But like I it's it's not tagliatelle. It's tagliarelle if I want to be all like giada about it but to to say tagliarelle it's just it just makes my heart hurt a little bit so but i I feel like it it sounds or it looks a lot like tagliatelle it's um you know like a flat wide noodle she said you can also use um uh like fettuccine i think and this dish i will have to say is very simple um so the first up is the pasta which goes into some uh salted boiling water and while that's doing its thing in a separate sort of sauce, uh, like a skillet, I guess, or, you know, pan, skillet, we'll say skillet. Um, she has some heavy cream and uh, along with some teaspoon, a teaspoon of salt and half a teaspoon of pepper. And then the three ounces of white truffle butter that goes into the sauce off the heat. And the pasta is drained by Ina. It's so funny because she's like showing Phoebe how to do it. And then all of a sudden Ina just like takes over halfway through. But, you know, it's a joint effort here. I will say I'm not an expert, you know, I'm not a professional chef or cook, um, but I feel like this sauce could use just like a little splash of pasta water. I mean, I guess when she puts the pasta back in it, uh, because, you know, they cook it within the sauce and like the noodles go back in, there's like pasta water that's sort of attached and it does get the right consistency. But when it when Phoebe was mixing it around in the skillet before the pasta was added back to it, it looked a little thick. So but it all worked out. Um. So then to that, she uh, they add some fresh shards of Parmesan and some chives also go into it. I mean, it's perfection. It looks so good. It's like such a quick, like, uh, you know, weeknight dinner. And I feel like it's a, it, it looks like a showstopper without really the effort of a showstopper, which is probably why Ina picked this recipe for sure. So... Ina plates it up and it looks great. And Ina says, I hope this is good enough to go into your blog. And Phoebe is like, um, I'm sure it is. And Ina's like, well, you haven't tasted it yet. And they both sit down at the counter. I don't know where it is. There's like a Christmas tree off to the left or something, but it looks very festive. 
And then Ina brings up the blog again. And Phoebe is like, I think this recipe may make an appearance. And Ina's like, it may? She's like, it better damn well make it, bitch. I invited you to my house, so put it in there. It was just like, they kept going like back and forth in this weird sort of banter. And Phoebe was very just like noncommittal about the recipe. Like I would be like, oh yeah, this is going in. This is incredible. I think that's what Ina was like fishing for. And Phoebe says it's a definite at this point. So she, you know, she finally gave Ina the the stamp of approval. Um, and then Ina brings out the chicken, carrots, and parsnips. It's all sort of on one plate. It looks great. I think she put like a she put like a big bunch of basil on it. I think too for a little bit of garnish and. There was some talk about, I think Ina like cuts up the chicken and she's like, oh, thank God it's done. That's always a good thing, right? And then she like nervous laughs and Phoebe says, or Phoebe asks, how do you know, how do you know if the chicken is done? And Ina says, well, I touch it. And if it, my notes autocorrected to spins back, if it spins back, but I think that meant to be springs back, I know it's done, which I feel is, it's tricky. I feel like if you're a first timer, um... That's not really the best, I don't want to say it's like bad advice, but like technically chicken can like, like it has to be like a little bit firm. It has to be like bouncy. You know what I mean? Like if it's spring, like chicken doesn't like have an indent and then go back. If anything, it's going to be a little bit more firm. So I don't know. I think that's a hard one to sort of answer. I I guess if you want to whip out the meat thermometer, I don't know. But um, Ina's just like, Phoebe, just eat it. So then the trifle makes its grand entrance. And Phoebe says, this is amazing, Ina. And Ina Ina says, she says, not bad. Like, not bad, huh? But she doesn't say, huh? And But she says it with like a mouthful of the trifle. And it literally sounds like she said, no shit. And I know they don't sound like it not bad and no shit don't like they don't sound the same at all but with like that mouthful of like whipped cream it just made me lol because of this weird sort of dynamic that her and phoebe are having i just i would have loved if she been like yeah no shit this is an amazing trifle um but i know and then i know after that she says so did i make it onto the blog she's obsessed with this blog all of a sudden and phoebe still doesn't give a definite answer here because she says i think so and Ina, eventually she's just, you know, she just gives up and um, she reaches over and hugs, uh, hugs Phoebe. She says, happy holidays, sweetie. And uh, hugs and kisses are exchanged. And that's the end of the episode. There's no like happy holidays, everyone, or have fun. It's just ends in a hug and then blackouts. Ah, what a great episode. Uh, definitely not like a Christmas episode, but kind of a Christmas episode. It's for a holiday dinner. Um, I thought I would do a holiday sort of episode as opposed to like a, a literal Christmas one, because I feel, I don't want to say that they're few and far between because I really had to search for this one, to be honest. I know there are definitely, there might be a Christmas special every once in a while, but, um, I think this is a good one. I think this is a a perfect sort of, if you're, you know, entertaining for a small group, I think any of these recipes can really be you know, doubled or tripled or made for a big crowd or even even just for yourself. I mean, honestly, I'd make that whole trifle for myself and just eat all the pastry cream. And I, I, w- I would leave the berries out and put like chocolate in instead, like Nutella. Ugh, amazing. Ugh. Well, I guess that's all I have. Uh, so thank you everyone for listening. If you want to follow the podcast on social media, you can follow it on Instagram at goodvanillapod. And you can also send me an email at goodvanillapod at gmail.com. 
also, I made a group for The Good Vanilla on Facebook. Very easy to find. Just search The Good Vanilla. And if you are enjoying the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Or just tell another Barefoot Contessa fanatic. That also works, too. And if you want to know where to get more of me, you can follow me on Instagram at Nick Kachanov. And you can find me on my other podcast, The Best Supporting Podcast, every week with Colin Drucker. Thanks again for listening, everyone. Stay safe and happy holidays. And I'll see you next time.